Hello, this is Ruminant Women Warriors Bible Study. <clears throat> Today's lesson is called Mirror Yourself. If you'd like to pause it for just a moment, I had asked all of the women in the group to bring a handheld mirror. And I asked them to hold the mirror in front of them while I look, asked a few questions. So we want to look in the mirror at our reflection. What do you see? Do you see anything that makes you different? Do you see any imperfections? An imperfection is a fault, a blemish, and, or an undesirable feature. Another question is, are you perfect? Can you see into your heart, into yourself? Can you see anything that you would like to change in that reflection? Now I ask them to trade mirrors with their neighbor for just a moment. Do you see any different image in there? Do you see the image that was there just a few seconds ago, the image of your neighbor? Is your neighbor's reflection gone? Can you see your neighbor's reflection or yours? Now, how do we change that image? If you can't see your neighbor's image, how can you change them? If you still see yourself, how do you change self? How are we different from others in the world? What would a stranger see if he walked into the room and looked at us right now? No voices, he just walked in. How would we know that we are different. Are there any hard feelings in the room? Is there any jealousy? Is there any fear? Is there any favoritism? Is there any pride? What makes you and us different? How are we different from the world? Is it our skin color? Is it from the country that we are from? Is it the shape or the size of our bodies, our religions? or our beliefs? Think on these for a moment. How are you different? Now then, I'd like to answer a few of these questions using the Bible. But before I start, I want to read our scripture verse for Ruminant Women Warriors that says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instructions in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped in every good work. And that's 2 Timothy three sixteen through 17 If we really believe that God's word is used for our correction, then we have to base everything that we do on his word. First question, what did you see in the mirror? First off, you saw yourself. But according to God, you saw a woman created in the image of God. How do I know this? Well, let's go to scripture and see. In Genesis 1.27, it says, In the image of God, he created male and female. In Psalms 139, 13 through 16, it says, For it was for 
It was you who created me, my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I have been fearfully and wonderfully made. The Hebrew word for fearfully is translated great reverence, heartfelt, with respect. Who's in the mirror? God's creation that he created with a heart felt full of love, great reverence and respect. That's who God created. That's whose reflection is in the mirror. Second question, are you perfect? I know some people may think they are, but no. Only God is perfect. In Matthew five forty-eight, and this is the amplified version, it says, you therefore will be perfect, growing into spiritual maturity both in mind and character, actually in integrating God's values into the daily life as your heavenly Father is perfect. God is perfect. We strive to get to his perfection. We allow the word of God to correct us, to to make us more like him every day so that our reflection is not our own, but it is a reflection of who God is in us. The next question, how can you see or know your heart? Can you see your heart in that reflection? No. Proverbs 21.2 says, Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the heart. And then in 1 Kings 8.39, it says, For you only, Lord, know the heart of all the children of mankind. In Psalms 51.10, it says, Create in me a clean heart, O Lord, and renew a right spirit within me. Sometimes we think we know our heart, but sometimes we don't. Sometimes our intentions are are not out of the heart more than they are out of an emotion. But God sees the heart, and he's the only one that sees the heart, and he judges us based upon what's in our heart. In 1 Timothy 1.5, and this is the New Living Translation, the purpose of my instruction is that all believers would be filled with love that comes from a pure heart. Pure meaning without malice, treachery, evil intent, honest and sincere. A clean conscience and a genuine faith. God sees our heart and our heart should strive to love others the way his does. Number four, do you see anything you want to change in that reflection? Well, I'm afraid to say you are the only one that could answer that question. If you don't like what you see, you're the only one who can change it. Now, can you see your neighbor's reflection? No. Once your neighbor moved away from that mirror, their reflection was no longer there. All you saw was yourself. Only see yourself that way in the mirror. That's your reflection. It only reflects you. In Matthew 7, verse 5, it says, Thou hypocrite, 
first cast out the beam of thine own eye, and then thou shalt see clearly to cast out the mote of thy brother's eye. A beam is your eye. It's what you see the light through. Any flaw or fault. It can be an attack of the hypocrite who attacks others for their small flaws while ignoring their own massive ones. Those who judge others but do not evaluate themselves. In Matthew 7, 1, it says, Do not judge. In John 8, 7, he, he says, He that is without sin to cast the first stone. In Luke 6, 31, 5, Do to others as you would have them do unto you. Love your enemies. Be merciful. Condemn not. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. In James four eleven through 12, brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Verse 12, there is only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But you, hey, you, who are you to judge your neighbor? Romans twelve sixteen. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of lower position. Proverbs 18.21 The tongue has the power of life and death. We can either speak and build up somebody, or our words can destroy people. Even though we may think we're coming from a heart, Words are very strong. They can either kill or they can give life. Think about your words before you say them. How do we change ourselves? If w The only way we can change ourselves is if we allow the Lord Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for our sins, to believe in him, and that he died for us, and that he has forgiven us of all our sin. He makes us a new creation. It changes our heart. It changes our soul. And then we get a renewed mind whenever we read his word. We're new. In John three sixteen, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever should perish should not perish, but have everlasting life. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone. The new is here. A new person. Your reflection becomes something new. In Isaiah forty three eighteen through nineteen, forget not the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. In Genesis one thirty one, God saw all that He made, and it was very good, and that means you. He was pleased when He made you. He was pleased when He made you in His image. And he tells us to forget the former things. Everything that's in our past, once we lay it down at Jesus' feet and ask him to forgive us, we become a new creation. 
remember whose creation you are. And now that you have been made nude, you learn how to be obedient to the word. We change even more. As we read the word, we allow it to change us. As we see the way we're supposed to walk, the way we're supposed to talk, it changes our feelings. It changes us. We seek his perfection. In Colossians 3.2, it says, Set your mind, your affections, on things above, not on things of earth. If we seek in him, we find. If we knock, he opens it to us. We have a personal time with God every day in prayer. We learn his voice. We listen to his whispers. We allow his Holy Spirit to guide us. We change daily in his love. Then we, in turn, show his love to others. How would a stranger know that we are different if he walked in? He wouldn't, not unless we spent time with him. Not unless we loved on him and showed kindness. The world must see a difference in us, our love, our actions, our emotions, our church. Remember the story of the Good Samaritan and how that everybody else passed him by when he was all beaten and bruised and, and hurting? He said, anyone in need is who we're supposed to help. That's our neighbor. Anyone in need. We need to support our brothers and sisters, and our neighbors. Give them support. Love on them. In 1 Corinthians 13, the NIV, If I could speak of all the languages of earth and angels, but did not have love for others, I would be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. Verse 4 says, Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It doesn't demand its own way. Love never gives up, never loses faith. It always is helpful and enduring through every, every circumstance. Verse 13, the greatest of this these is love. God's love shows no partiality, no favoritism. He even tells us that favoritism is a sin. We are to love the world, our brothers and sisters. Galatians 6.10, Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially those in the family of faith. That's right in the church. That's our brothers and sisters. Proverbs 16, 7, when a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies at peace with him. Hebrew 4, 12 says the intent of our heart and thoughts are known by God. The intentions and our purpose is known by God. We need to be encouraging each other. We need to be helping if we see someone that is broken, that's hurting. We need to love on them. We need to spend time with them. We need to be lifting them in prayer. 
James 2, 17 says, Faith by itself is, excuse me, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by actions, is dead. Your faith without your works is dead. You can say, I love your my husband as much as you want to. You can tell him, I love you, I love you. But if you don't have actions behind that, he's not going to believe it. It's the same way with your brothers and sisters. You can say, I love you. But if you're not spending time with them and showing it with your works, then we're not doing any good. How are we different from the world? The only difference is, is that we allow God to change us. We allow God's word to change us. Our, the way we think, the way we talk, the way we love. He changes us all. He changes our emotions. Everything about us needs to mirror him when we look in the mirror. We are no longer who we were, but now God's chosen. If you held the mirror up and instead of seeing your reflection, if you could look through God's eyes to see who he made, he would say, there's my daughter. I made her with great love. I am a child of God. I am a friend of Jesus. I have been redeemed and forgiven. My old self is crucified and I no longer live. I have been redeemed and forgiven. My old self was crucified. I no longer am a slave to sin. I am set free from sin and death. I am an heir with Christ. I'm rich because of my Lord who and my Father who is in heaven. I am a new creation. I am the righteousness of God. I am chosen. My citizenship is in heaven. I have been made complete in Christ. I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. My body is the temple of the Lord. That's what we should see when we look through God's eyes. Who are we as women who are remnant warriors? We're called to stand and reflect God. We're called out of the world to follow God and to reflect His image. If we as God's children want to win the lost, we must be able to show God's love to all, especially to our church family. For if we are unable to make relationship work with inside the walls, how do we ever expect the outside to have relationship or even want the relationship that we have. We must strive to put those fleshly bodies in submission to the word God says. If our faith doesn't show our works, then we are just a loud noise, and that loud noise is annoying to God. Let us strive for God's perfection and mirror his ways to a hurting and a lost world. What are his ways? He's impartial. 
He's sincere. He has unlimited love to all. Mercy to all, deserving or not. Truth, hope, goodness, joy, patience. Peace, kindness, gentleness, modesty, self-control, forgiveness. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. We want to bring in a harvest of lost people to them to know their Father. What goes against the ways? Then we have to look at our flesh and Satan. In Galatians five nineteen through 29, it says, Lies. For the Satan is the father of them all. White, black, green, yellow, all lies are from him. Unforgiveness, holding on to something. Unforgiveness only makes us bitter with ourselves. And the Lord tells us if we're unable to forgive, he's unable to forgive us. Jealousy, James 3.16 says, For where there is envy and strife, is there, there is confusion and every evil work. The NASB translate that, Where jealousy and self-ambition exist, there is disorder and every evil thing. That's a big statement. Favoritism. Fits of rage, selfishness, hatred, discord, dissension, drunkenness, sexual immorality, fear. And you know what the Bible says about all of these? You will not inherit the kingdom of God. In James 3.18, it says, Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. Let us put on the armor of God. So we can be God's peacemakers and bring in a harvest of lost souls. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Again, Proverbs 16:7. When your ways please the Lord, he will make even your enemies to be at peace with you. Romans 8.31 When God is for his people, who could possibly be against them? God is fighting for us. Let us put our trust in him this day. Faithfully obey his scripture and fear no man, not even the reflection in the mirror. For when we want to overcome the strife, division, look at the mirror and ask, God, how do I change me? For his words have already been read. Now change me that I may reflect you.